One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello everyone and welcome back to Straight White Whale. This is my podcast. My name is Davin Connell and this is episode 21. Before we start, before we get into it, I want to give a wee shout out to the sponsor McTassels. If you're a listener of the podcast, you'll know who McTassels are. They're a beautiful Greek v- uh, van that are based in... They've got one up at the fort and they've got one in Kelvin Way. So if you want some nice uh, gyros, halloumi, lamb, chicken, get in about it. Um, I think they've got about three weeks left. So if anybody runs a business or uh, anything like that, get in touch and we'll... Uh, well, get you to sponsor the podcast. That's all right, isn't it, Paul? That's all right for me, mate. They've done very well for us, and we appreciate the help. Absolutely, mate. I'm absolutely busted, eh, mate? I'm not going to lie. Aye, mate. I feel like I've been fucking spiked. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, see midway through that sentence about Giros, I just feel like say, I could go hello, me, man. <laughs> I want hello, me, man. How you bust? What's happening, mate? I've not been sleeping very well and I had the cold and I pressed the fuck it button so I've just been eating hunters of shite, I've not been exercising and I've not been sleeping properly no. and uh, I feel like my eyes are like Doug's paws man. Do they look like Doug's paws? Well in the room, I'm not going to, like I said when you first come in you look knackered Yeah. but on the screen mate you look sexy so you're alright. Thank you, do I look sexy now? You do mate. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a BBW babe. <laughs> BBW? What is it? Big beautiful woman? Right. Oh, big beautiful man. BBG. <laughs> B- Which G? <laughs> Gent. <laughs> BB- BBD, big beautiful darling. Big beautiful hog. <laughs> Speaking about hogs, mm-hmm. um, it's a beautiful lean in to the next story. I think we've mentioned this in the podcast before. And it would be a crime if I never brought it up again. But see, the first human to ever get a pig heart transplant. Mm -hmm. Did you read that story? No, mate. Guy in America, um, his heart was failing. And they they gave him a heart transplant with a pig organ. That's mad, isn't it? That's crazy, mate. He just died. (laughs) Was it a heart attack? Aye, he was... (laughs) Heart failure. Aye, heart failure. Oh, for fuck's sake. You Horrific heart failure. <laughs> no, I'm looking at none. His name is David Bennett. World's first human. And he lasted two months. Fucking hell, man. That's mental. Well, you know. <laughs> He's in hog heaven now. <laughs> Wonder, right. So, what do the, what's the religious thing on this? What happens when he goes to heaven's gates? Is he a pig? Is he a human? <laughs> <laughs> People say that, you know, like, such an important bit of your heart, mate. Like, is mm-hmm. he more pig than man? Man bear pig? <laughs> <laughs> I just, sorry, I just randomly came into my head. Man hog. 
So I done I did a Google search on the guy last night, and I don't know why I found it funny, but suppose he's got a really bad criminal record. So I don't think he's in heaven, and it's got nothing to do with him being a pig. <laughs> um, he actually stabbed a guy seven times. Oh, right, okay. when he was a young guy. So uh, a nasty piece of work. Well, yeah. Aye. Would you get a uh, animal organ? I think I'm already part pig. <laughs> Pay pig. <laughs> <laughs> I think pigs are. I've read somewhere that pigs <coughs> are. When I was a mad vegan, I found out pigs are three times more intelligent than dogs. That's a fact. I mean, and supposedly their sex organs are very close to us. <laughs> I mean, no penis. That'd be weird. Imagine seeing a set of balls and a cock on a pig. That'd be fucking <laughs> mental. Surely they must have them. Aye. Right. Did they like stole? No, fact. Do you know what? I just randomly made that up. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what... <laughs> Is that a fantasy that you had one time? Aye, aye. Right, aye. Some porn that you watched. Um, bit of bestiality. No comment. No comment. No, but so what did you make up there? What bit of that? <laughs> it was actually sheep. I think right. sheep have got a. Uh, sex organs that are very close to humans. Yeah, right. And so he, pigs, he, I don't know. About if they this. if they get a cock and balls like sheep, um, I feel like I'm digging myself in a hole here, and I've been found out. Um, I don't know about cock and balls because I'm no gay. If I'm shagging a sheep, it's only gonna be a bird. <laughs> sheep used to be the animal of choice for like you know, um, the Celts mm. like Welsh. Um, back in the day, uh, wow. back in the day, they used to, up in the Highlands, like the guys would go up in the Highlands and shag sheep because their woman would be like, I don't know. Who would, I mean... How desperate can you be? I, well... Can you not just have a wank? Well, but when we go to jail, we shag each other. That's how bad what men are. What jail do you go to? I've never been to jail, mate. <laughs> My mouth's clean. <laughs> mate, if I went to jail, I'd be, I'd be abused, I think, man. Very cocky of you. But no, it's just because I'm weak. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with how I look. They I thought just... you were kind of bragging there. No. Like, I'd get well shagged in I, the jail. Aye, I would, but just because I'm weak and, like, <laughs> I'd be shite myself. I'd be like, so you know how they say, oh, uh, if you ever go to jail, you pick the biggest cunt, just go up, smash him, stuff, mate. I'd be like, I'd be going to be greeting. I'd be like Shawshank. So, like, when they're pure putting bets on who's going to break. I'd break first, mate. I'd be sitting there pure blubbering that I'm in jail. I couldn't <laughs> handle it, mate. The sisters, remember them? Uh, in Shawshank Redemption, the two mm -hmm. sisters. I'd be their bitch, mate. Aye. I'd just be like, look, is it cool if I keep my t-shirt on? I'm feeling really self-conscious right now. <laughs> <Turn the lights. laughs> I keep my t-shirt on, keep my socks on, then getting about it. <laughs> nah, man, fuck would you, that. Would you, would you think you'd be able to cope? In, in jail? jail? Uh -huh. uh, it really depends. It depends. On what? It's gonna be. It'd be brutal, wouldn't it? It'd just be like a. It'd be like being back in high school, but it'd just be all dafties trying to bully you. It'd be like uh, first and second year of high school before everybody gets split off. And it, well, I suppose you were in red group, so you'd have went with the. I remember in third year, like going, "Thank God, I'm away for some of these like feral <laughs> fucking wains <laughs> that were in my homeikis class or whatever." You'd have went with them. Aye. Uh, the jail would be one massive red group. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's such a... That's pure classist, Darren. Well... How dare you? At least I wouldn't be in the beast wing, I think. As long as you're not in the beast wing, then jail's all right. Is that a thing? <laughs> the beast wing? There is a beast wing in there. Is like there? pedos and perverts and They separate that. them away from general population and I stuff. I think so. Right. So I've heard fucking hell. I feel like I need to explain myself <laughs> on a podcast. Yeah. I've never been in a jail and I'm not a beast. Yeah, so we've got bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> Red group in the jail. No, mate, I, I genuinely... that I've spoke to people that have been in Berlin and they're like, it's not that bad. Mm -hmm. It's actually all right. And you're like, I don't know, man. I've been in Berlin. I've, I've so done bad. some charity work. Have you done a gig there? No. No, I went with the scouts when I was a wee guy. We got a, what, a tour. Wow. And they showed you the... <coughs> so sorry, mate. It's all right, mate. <coughs> oh, 
the tension. Oh, that second one, man, that was like five minutes. That was, that a, was be- a five minute wait. That was a beauty. Do you know that as a sneeze, no, like an eighth for an orgasm or something? So you just had two sneezes, two eighths. So all that talk <laughs> about shagging cheap. Or if it was like in an Asian country, they'd be like, your so- part of your soul's just left your nostrils. You need to keep the windies shut. <laughs> in case the soul flies out the window, <laughs> you're like, mate, I just sneezed. That wasn't my snow. That was a my snow. That wasn't my soul. That was a snorter. Hi, <laughs> I was on the gear last night. <laughs> Can I breathe? Big blood clot. No, but I've I've met people that are. Uh, oh no, aye. So I went boycout, uh, I, the, boycouts. The boy scouts of which I get popped out um, for having a beer. Oh wow! Stole a beer for my dad's for the fridge. Took it to scouts. Me drank it. And I get I get popped out the pure ringing bastard. Um, but no, we went to Bolony because we I went to the scouts in Ridry, right next to Bolony. We went for a tour and they showed you that they gave them a deed of samba and they've got no soles. All right, they've got no grip on the sole. It's just like a flat thing, man. And then there's like a sheet of metal that comes off the wall, so they kind of like it's like the travelator and gladiators <laughs> try to like run up this fucking sheet of metal on a on a uh, on so a they kind of get grips and shit. I mean. That's mad. So you went to the Boy Scouts? Uh, I mate. went to the Boys Brigade. So did I. I went I'm to... I'm a Luddite. I did some charity work in Berlin. I won't name the charity because I want to be respectful. It's anonymous. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> no. It's anonymous. Because <laughs> I'm sober. Anonymous. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Right. Keep that in, by the way. That was the best fucking joke I've done in 21 episodes. Just I'm a fucking idiot. (laughs) Paul's in the red group as well. Uh, I'm in the comedy red group. I also got offered a gig in a prison that wasn't Berlin-y and it did house uh, sex offenders. And the guy that worked in the prison messaged me on Facebook and it was like, look, mate, there's this prison, I'm no naming it, and he's like, it is sex offenders, I'm not going to lie, but we put on comedy nights and it's it's like 50 quid a gig and I'm like, 50 quid a gig? Are you mental? To gig in, cunt, in front of cunts like Peter Tobin and all that? Like, nah, nah you're alright. Right. 80 quid, but aye, alright. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was like, uh, I was like, no, that's one of the moments in life. I just, I'm not doing it, man. Aye, man. Like, I would, you've got to imagine that that'd be pretty, a bit of a tough crowd, mate. Aye. Sober. Raging. Aye. And all rapists. Rapey. Aye. <laughs> Imagine that coming out with the mic, working the crowd. All right, everybody, has anybody got Facebook? Is that fucking Peter Tobin in the fucking fourth row? Just sitting there giving you the mad fucking aye. <laughs> sitting there shiting yourself on stage. Nah, I can't imagine that would be a good gig. No. So, I would do comedy in Berlin, though. I've heard it's... Uh... They're good gigs. Aye. I've heard they're good It's the good behaviour people that get to go to the comedy nights and stuff, isn't it? So Aye. at least you know that they're... So where did you go to the boys' brigade after you get chucked out the scouts? No, I went before. So I went to the Anchor Boys. Ah, so did I. Which sounds like a fucking rape club, but it wasn't. What number were you? What was your BB? Oh, fuck knows, mate. I, think... I had a red jumper. The red grip. <laughs> Did you have the wee red jumper? Hi. With the wee anchor on it? I had that. And then when it got to the... when it go, I, I was at Carntine Square. It was a Carntine, High Carntine Church. It was in, like the Protestant Church or Church of Scotland. And then it was in the hall next to that. And when it went to the boys' brigade, I started to get bullied. Oh, wow. And it was because I was a Celtic supporting Catholic. So then I remember saying to somebody, well, where do, where do we do? And they're like, oh, you just go to the Scouts. And I went to the scouts for a year and then, like I said, I get popped out. For tanning cans. For, for, having, for having a bolt of fucking becks. God, I'm sad that you had a bad experience. I had a good experience with the BBs. I remember going as a Celtic fan and thinking, I'm going to get slaughtered and everybody was cool. They were like, fuck it. Camping, football, and aye. Aye. It was good though, wasn't You it? got your hole in I'm so sorry. <laughs> Who are you? I'm not even going to finish that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> 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 fucking, obviously there's a, there is a stereotype and there is a history of fucking all sorts going on in these clubs. It's like anywhere where kids go. Yeah, that, no, it is a fact. Beasts go. Basically in America, I think the Boy Scouts are fucking done. 
Thomas uh, Hamilton was a scout leader, mate. Who's Thomas Hamilton? The guy that did the Dunblane massacre. Oh my god. He was a scout leader. Wow. So it, it I mean, what seeing less your I've got to say, right? Maybe this is a fucking out of order. Seeing less your son goes to that, why are you motivated to go and take it? You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, just as I said that, I thought, oh, there might be people out there that don't have kids and like, I want to give back to the community. But no, I think it, it attracts weirdos, mate. And I remember the dude that was my scout leader. He was a fucking weirdo as well. Yeah. Um. I mean, what was wrong with me having a beer? I was only 10. <laughs> <laughs> That's breakfast for some years. <laughs> Aye, but um, it was really, I, it was good, man. Like, I loved the anchor boys like loved it i was mm -hmm. buzzing to go to the boys brigade but it was just a segregation mate it really was like nobody from our school went to the boys brigade mm -hmm. and all the boys that went to the boys brigade went to carntine primary which was the local protestant primary school and i went to st thomas's which was the local catholic and it was just that it wasn't yeah. like you know fucking racism or it wasn't bad either it was just i couldn't hack it i just uh, felt like i didn't know anybody um and when we went up the wee guys the couple of wee guys at my pals and anchor boys when they went up they just sided with the bigger boys for the, and they were just picking on me you know what i mean calling me a fiend being and such like when you're younger you can't really take a slagging it's like remember your ma jokes when somebody used to talk about my ma in high school it used to cut me deep man mm -hmm. like your ma like a fucking stop talking about my ma did you used to get raging and fucking try and battle people you spoke about your more remember people at you in school like me Aye. <laughs> you used to get raging and then sit in the corner i never tried to oh, i never used to try and batter people but i used to just like scream like you know how when you're a wee guy and you don't know how to deal with your emotions so i used to just do that it's damn all right aye, aye, all right <laughs> just leave them <laughs> No, people like, there was a wee guy that went to my school that was called Danny O'Donnell. Um, is that the name of, uh, Danny O'Donnell's like a folk singer, but his aye. name was Danny O'Donnell. The Irish Prince. <laughs> Voice of an angel. <laughs> <laughs> Granny fucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he was like that, but people would date deliberately. That's why I'm saying I remember people like you, because people would wind you up. Mm -hmm. People would know that that would wind you up, so they would be saying stuff. But this wee guy, Danny, he didn't have the restraint that you clearly had. <laughs> to just do a primal scream to get that out he would he would launch himself at you wow and he couldn't fight it was a shame i never did that yeah i genuinely i don't even i'm not even meaning that as a joke i, I never wound the wee guy up man i, I couldn't one i didn't want to barter him like it was taking a liberty but i i was just like why is anybody doing that to that wee guy yeah hi do you think he's still scarred mate a hundred percent I, I don't know why I'm giggling, man, because I'm thinking back to high school and I'm like, ah, you, you see mate. people that are still tarnished, still hurt by getting bit. See, the school I went to, Turnbull High School, it was really bad for bullying. I think, I that's, think that's why I developed a, a sense of humour. Right. Because in high in primary school, I used to get slaughtered as well. And I was like, right, I've got two options. I'm going to take it or I'm not going to take it. Aye. And I'm not going to take it. So in primary school, I used to fight. I used to be mental in primary school because I was big as well. I used to just grab cunts and fucking throw them away. Ragdoll them about. But, but in high school, uh -huh. I stopped fighting. I didn't want to fight. And I think that's why I developed a sense of humour. So anytime somebody tried to give me it, I just gave it back to them a hundred times worse. Aye, mate. I'm still, I mean, I was, I'm still affected by some stuff that happened to me in school. Yeah. On a low level. Like, there's no doubt about that, mate. Like, I still have things that that will affect you. Kind of similar to what you're saying. Like, I, there would everybody, I think everybody experiences some form of bullying in school. I don't, yeah. even the people that are the most popular, I remember them getting sort of picked on. It would go around in like a circle, wouldn't it? It would, like, one date by this guy, one date by that guy. Bullies get bullied. A hundred percent. But, uh, I remember one time, see, just on, just to relate to what you were saying, where I was getting bullied after two guys that were supposed to be like my best mates, and they just turned up one day, and for no reason whatsoever, were just like slagging me for nothing, and were just saying mad random shit. Like, I can't even, there's, there's fucking Siri trying to give me therapy. Siri just called you a dafty. <laughs> like, shut it, you dafty. Like, oh, that's cool. Um, but I, mate, I leathered the pair of them. 
Good. And I went home and literally cried myself to sleep that night. Bastard, because I was just devastated that one, I'd battered both of my best pals. And I don't know, mate, I just never really liked hurting people. Mm-hmm. Like, I would get raging and would fight. But see, 100%, and I don't know if this is the same for you, every time I've been in a fight, I've regretted it. Yeah. I've never come out, no matter what the outcome is, whether I get a down, they get a down, I've never come out thinking, I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I've always come out feeling terrible about myself, really. I, I agree with you, mate. You should have seen the nick of me when I was in school. I've seen some photos, mate. I've, I've, seen, seen, <laughs> I've seen that photo. It was on your Twitter feed. My old Twitter but photo. I think it I looks think, cool as fuck, mate. I think it's cool now. I just look like I come from fucking the West End. Cut about in a fucking unicycle. <laughs> uh, Juggling. But I, in primary school, I was uh, NHS specs or bigger than my head. And I also had a massive fat lip because I burst it a couple of times. Right. So I used to just get slaughtered for it like all the time see walking mm-hmm. about walking about with their they glasses on man it was like you know the mexican wrestlers that wear a mask mm-hmm. it was just like wearing a mask like <laughs> fucking you're right like i remember walking to school and motors just as fucking slow down and all that i'm like <laughs> what <laughs> was that guys trying to get you to get in the motor mate what the fuck <laughs> i hope no <laughs> what were they slowing down for they were all in scout uniforms <laughs> <laughs> scout i think masters. it's just they're like Look at the state of that country's glasses. They're fucking weighing my chin down to the pavement. <laughs> Big Deirdre Barlow numbers, will they? Because <laughs> <laughs> my mad didn't know what to spend a tenner on a pair of glasses. Oh, for fuck's sake, Did you have pals in school? Uh, <coughs> let's not re-traumatise each other, but let's... let's I know, I'm rocking in my seat. It's supposed to be a comedy podcast. Tears streaming down my face. <laughs> not even looking into the camera, no blinking. <laughs> Horrifying flashbacks. <laughs> Primary school was a weird one for me because uh, what's what's the term called when you're in a mixed classroom? It was a very small classroom, right? Right. It was about, say every classroom in my school was like 40, 50 people. That's massive, mate. My classroom was 15 people. Right, okay. And there was people in my class that were older than me as well. Aye, like primary one, two? Aye. Right, aye, aye, aye. So... Mate, that's the opposite of red group. No, there was a red group in the in that class. All right, but the the smart ones went with the older. And trust me, right, mate. Okay, I was in the red group. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, a mutual friend actually sent me a DM the other day and was saying I'm howling at this red group chat, and I was like, "Oh, really?" And, and she was like, "I, I was in the red group." I. <laughs> I was like, "Fair enough." <laughs> Everybody's in a who? Who was it? What? Well, well, Bleep this. Aye. I'll just, I'll just mute myself, mate, just in case she doesn't want for. All right, aye, aye. That doesn't surprise me that she was in the red group, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, <laughs> shout out to my pal. Um, it, it was weird. I was never not popular, but I wasn't one of the popular kids. So I remember just being my own person in primary school. But see, when I was getting into high school, mm-hmm. I remember... And first year, I, I've, I said to myself, I'm not going through that again. Like, seven years of fucking misery of primary school. Mm. I'm going to become a new person and I'm going to shed the fucking negativity. So, as soon as I went into high school, I kind of just walked into a new bunch of pals. I never really changed as a person, but right. I still wasn't popular. But I was the type of person that could... Mate, I'd walk into school and the goths would be like, All right, mate, and I'd be like, All right, boys, sit and talk to them. And then I'd walk around the corner and the fucking dafties would be like, All right, Dan. I was kind of the same, mate. Do you know what I mean? I, mate, I had a, I, well, I, I was, I was the exact same. I could grift between like the music department and then the Neds. Uh-huh. I could kind of hold my own with anybody. Um, I had a terrible experience in first year, mate, because I went to, see, because of my sister, I get forced, not forced, but I get made to go to a different school, because basically my sister was a fucking absolute mess in school, like, she got caught drinking in, like, second year, caught smoking, caught with hash, just everything, suspended, expelled, like, just everything didn't go right for her, Um, and so my dad was just like, you'll not go to that school, because you're going to get 
painted with that. You're going to get teachers are just going to hate you. That's what happens. You think about how fucking stupid that is. Because yeah. because my sister's a fucking Ned. They're like he's got a wee shite as well. But I went to another school. It was only three years, three guys that went from my primary school to my secondary school, and the other two guys were not into fighting or any of that shit whatsoever. So the first day of PE, it was like who's the top men for each primary school, and we had to go and meet in the gym hall and basically like have a fight and it was me and i wasn't the top man in my primary school like i i just i wasn't there was at least four or five other guys like remember used to t- how stupid is that who's the top man but literally into- it's so daft but literally i had to go and fight with the pure maniacs for every other fucking primary school because these other two were like him <laughs> he's the top man instead of going None of us, like, Aye. your top man went to St. Mungo's. No, I mean, I had to go and fucking fight with these reprobates. And literally, like, two of them are dead. Oh, wow. Like, that's the, the you know, that's the type of characters that we're talking about, you know what I mean? They ended up fucking stabbers and heroin addicted and then dead. God, that's I had to sad, go and, I had it? to go and scrap with them in the middle room between the two fucking gym halls in first year. Did all right, but... It's weird when you were a wee guy, you're fearless, aren't you? I used to be fearless when I was young. I was a wee shite bag, mate. I, I used to be fucking fearless, man. And then, but when I'm older and this age, I'm like, if I trip a pair of pavement, I could get a brain hemorrhage. Like, <laughs> so back in the day, I'd be like, I could probably get knocked in off a motor and I'd bounce up. I'd be all right. <laughs> Pure indestructible. Aye. <laughs> uh, but it's weird when you get older and you know people in your school that have passed away. I'm kind of at that stage now. I know a few people have passed You remember away. the first one? Aye. Uh, one of my mates, Mick, died when we were 17. Fucking drowned in a puddle. Oh my God. Steaming drunk, mate. A puddle? Aye, uh, mate. And it was so bad because it was like, um, aye, the fun him face down in a puddle, mate. Just fell, fucking steaming. But uh, it's weird, mate, because then you start to... I remember thinking, like, what? Like, somebody that... I, <clears throat> I'm not choking up, by the way. Somebody that I played football with, somebody that... I, like he's dead. You start to get that your mortality starts to sort of go like I can't I can't even fathom that. Like uh-huh. how that's even fucking possible. You know what I mean? And like you're saying, as we're getting older, it's becoming mere and mere. So I say that I went to school who's going through uh, like stage four cancer. Wow. You know what I mean? I'm nearly forty year old, man. You're like it's fucking cancer getting hit a bit heavy, man. So mm. uh, it's pish, man. God, that's heartbreaking, mate. I know, mate. Especially the guy with the puddle, man. That's just like a freak accident. Totally, mate. Totally. He was what? He, he was. He was a mate as well. He like I hung about with him. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. he was a really good guy. No bad bone in his body. I don't ever remember him being in a fight. And any time, you know, like people would try to start on him, he'd just walk away. Yeah. Just a totally sound guy. Good guitar player. Good football player. Played football with him at Blackburn Rovers. Like. Like traveled up and down, knew the guy, like really knew the guy, and then stopped. He left at sixteen to go and get an apprenticeship, and uh, hadn't heard. Seen him one night at a stereophonics gig in the exhibition center about three months before I heard that he died, and was just like, "Mate, what are you up to?" And he was just chatting away to me, and then it was I seen his cousin, and he was like, "Oh, I mixed details." Like, what the fuck, oh, man? Fuck, it's so crazy. It's so crazy, mate. It's just weird to think that you've spent so much time and you know somebody and they're just that's it you're like what the fuck how's that even at 17 having to yeah. deal with that mate it was, it was pretty fucking heavy heavy it's traumatic isn't it aye mate that yeah. is i don't know how to move on <laughs> to that mate it's quite it's just sad it's a sad aye, story mate. isn't it but it's real life and uh that, it, that's why we're talking about it fuck it it's like we need to we need to talk about it aye mate do you have any good experiences at school or anything fucking anything pure stupid happen uh, <laughs> no, I did get a wanker for golf. <laughs> I got a wanker for golf, and it was one of the reasons why I left. What, you left school? Aye. What, what? I left at the start of fifth year. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to name her, right? <laughs> no, don't name her. <laughs> don't shame the poor lassie. It was at the start of fifth year <laughs> when we all started drinking. And, uh, I went out and it was the weekend, just a school weekend. Everybody was out getting mad with it. Uh-huh. And we all bumped into a group of people that we all knew. And there was this female that was a goth. And she was quite well built. 
and well known to be just after not. Right. Was she an actual goth or was she like a mosher or like a goth? Right, okay. Right. And I got a I got a wank. And right. it was the first time I ever got a wank. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first time anything like that happened. Right. And uh, <laughs> a couple of my pals seen it. And I went <laughs> I went into school on Monday. Right. And they're like, no way, man, don't get a wank off a fucking fat goth. But I was like, ah, what are you talking about? I wasn't even out early weekend because there was no camera phones or anything. Uh, and they were like, ah, are you a? I was like, no, wasn't it? Pure, Pure serial colour lying, like Ted Bundy, no shaking in the horn. I was like, nah, no me. I'm like, are you a? I was like, no, wasn't it? Like Eddie Murphy, wasn't he me? You like, bastard. And, uh, you bastard. Proper. And and people were walking up to us like, that's shite that they're saying that about you, man. I've had similar things and I was like, do you know what? I'm not going to let it annoy me because I know, I know that it didn't happen. <laughs> and I think in my head, I actually started to believe, believe it. that it didn't happen. And I remember my best oh, mate, right? Mate. My best mate worked in a car wash and it was 20 quid a shift, cash in hand. Mm. And I phoned him. I'm not going to name him, right? And I was like, ah, mate, I need advice, man. And I went down there and I was like, ah, mate, I was out the other weekend. I ended up mad with it and I got a wank off a so-and-so. And he was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but did he know? I, right, he's so like, ah, what have you done, man? Your life's over. So I remember... Poor lassie. Fuck's mm. sake, poor lassie. It wasn't her that was getting slaughtered. It was me. I bet you're getting slaughtered because you got a wank off of her. I know. So technically it's like a second hand slaughtering. I know. So, <laughs> and see the thing is, I had lassie pals that were like, I seen you with her, you were walking through the town centre with her, and I was like, yeah, no me. Just, it was just getting outrageous. Yeah, wee shite bag. So a couple of weeks went in, and I just remember waking up, and I done that, fuck it, I'm leaving school today. <laughs> I went down to school, went in late, an hour late, and I just said to the head teacher, I'm going to leave school. I'm going to get a job. And went round and I had to get a couple of bits of paper signed off teachers. And I left. And by within the next two weeks, I was working in Safeway for £3. Safeway? £3.45 pence an hour. Stoning at a checkout thinking, was that because I got a wank off a fat golf? <laughs> Starting there with a wee tear running down your face, like watching the winds go to school and you're sitting in safety. <laughs> so unable to take a slagging, I left school. <laughs> no, it wasn't that wasn't the number one reason, but uh it certainly was up there. <laughs> That's crazy, mate. Joint top. That's crazy. Do, do you know that um the she I'm sort of st starting to feel bad for her now because of like the shame that of like somebody denying like i had a mate right who on he was pure in love with this lassie right and it was just no happening mate it's uh -huh. like one of the ones do you remember the guys that would fall in love with like the most beautiful lassie like she she's got all the the best football players. it's so stupid that we're talking like this but this is just the reality uh -huh. all the good football players fancied her and like she would be like oh she's pure the babe like or like part of that four or five lassies that everybody fancied mm -hmm. and they would be like this wee sort of guy that would be pure harass a pure cuck and would have and would have that confidence to be like i fancy you and go up and ask them out and they'd be like hey get away from me one of my mates was a wee bit like that mate i was a wee bit like that <laughs> get I, away from me imagine uh, if a bird actually said that to you get away from me mate that happened to me and i've said this on a couple of podcasts it happened to me in primary school i had that pure naive um like primary one or two with AJ, like four i started school at four yeah right because i was in the green group or the blue group i don't even know purple group um i, I started at four i did a test i did an exam to get oh. into school so i was born in november so it get they were like we, we should really wait until he's five and my mom was like he's smart as fuck like and they were like right and i had to go in and put like i had to like they building blocks you know, there we draw and do some colour and they're like, right, fine, I he's got the cognitive ability to come to come to school with a four year old. So I was in primary two, so I'm like five, and there was this lassie, Geraldine. And she was a popular lassie and blah blah blah. And I had that naive sort of kid brain that's like, Well, I like her, so she'll like me. Of course. So like we used to get split up <laughs> see where this is going. We used to get split up into two queues. So like in the class, I can mate, I can picture this in technical like it was fucking yesterday. That's how I know it was traumatizing. Um 
the boys would go on the right hand side of the door and the lasses would go on the left hand side of the door and I just came at the queue and just swaggered in like that, alright? No, really, I wasn't like, I wouldn't have been like that, but I just walked straight up to her and was just pure, hiya, I like you. And she went, ugh, get away from me. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I was devastated, I was literally heartbroken. Like, it was so, and I remember sort of thinking, oh, there must be something wrong with me. And now, see now, when I look back, I'm like, she was fucking six. Like, it's pure, like, we boys are stinking. Like, obviously, Aye. like, it's pure, hey, get away from me. Not wrong. It wasn't even me. It was just, yeah. Your your wee. What's she doing now? She's still kicking a ball. She's on my DMs, mate, and I'm like, get to fuck. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <joking>. <laughs> But one of my mates in school was that guy, and uh, it, it happened to him like on a Friday night. This lassie, he'd been harassing her like for a full school year. Whatting at me, whatting at No, get to fuck. No, no chance, no chance. And we went out on a Friday night and we met up with his group, and he got off with, with this lassie everybody was drinking well at 16 and then he went into school obviously like pure oh i got off with so-and-so on friday night and she was just pure annoyed at me and he gets he actually got a doing for it mate oh my god <laughs> so that's how bad that shit gets that's a shame people were like you shouldn't do that you shouldn't be saying that you got off with and i fucking did get off well she took a page at my book with a fat golf <laughs> wank <laughs> 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 is that what we're calling this episode the fat golf wank fat golf wank we found a clip for tiktok anyway the, the, but that doesn't i mean obviously i, I would have handled that better if i was an adult if i was an adult ah, i would have fucking me. who cares i would have enjoyed it ah, but because i've be gone out there i'd be cutting about like marlon manson man if that <laughs> happened when i was fucking 35 <laughs> but I think it was just I was young. I couldn't deal with it. It's the first time anything like that happened. I was drunk, and my pals are relentless. But if if it was the new, I'd be like, "I so fuck." I wank. Of course, if you watch that uh, Euphoria, no, Oh, mate, there's like a sort of situation that's kind of somewhat like this. Well, it's like a sort of BBW. <laughs> like she's supposed to be like a teenager, mate. It's it's so weird watching that because they're all about thirty. And they're playing teenagers and they're shagging and all that and you're just like this is weird Aye. this is like a fuck this is like a brain fuck like i shouldn't be like looking at this but you're like she's like 30 year old fuck's sake look at him he's got fucking he's got wrinkles he's playing a teenager <laughs> <laughs> he's getting a hairline <laughs> but uh one of them's like the story is basically you know no spoilers but you're gonna fucking spoiler um the lassies <laughs> realizing that guys don't give a fuck about the size of a woman like it's like they want to shag you yeah if it's a straight guy they don't give a fuck man she's been on the internet it's like uh somebody's took a video of her getting pumped at a party and they've put it on Pornhub, and she's like at first she's like oh my god what am i going to do but then she goes into the comments and people are like oh i'm dying to shag her and she's like oh cool and she starts doing like only fans and and blah 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 but that's the truth of the matter like adult men don't give a fuck yeah like i it's true <clears throat> it's true a hundred percent mate as long as you're no like the standards are no that high like are you clean life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs learn more at uh1.com ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Are you sober? exactly let's go aye 100% uh, mate i've had some creepy woman though i remember going out on a date with somebody and she was like i've got this fantasy of like just i love the thought process of just letting like a fat bald man that is clearly out of my league just have his way with me like i've got this sexual fantasy about bob mortimer just this fat guy just no hair just lie down in the bed and just say, let's go. Was she hot? No. 
Right. She's so essentially she was kind of like I can't get Bob Mortimer. So Bobby, you want to go for a you want to go for a drink? <laughs> and you went. Aye. <laughs> Obviously, because I'm a fucking white straight male. Like, straight white male. But I was like, all right, so you can't get that fat baldy cunt, so you just asked me, all right, no worries. No. Did you do that? Aye. <laughs> Good for you, mate. Halfway through Pumpner, like, welcome to Shooting Stars. <laughs> welcome, whoever you are. Oh, for fuck's sake, I'm going to choke. The dove from above. <laughs> <laughs> The beast for the east. Aye. Oh, man. Here, if you've got a kink, you've got a kink. Aye, mate. Let's not kink shame. (laughs) (laughs) This pod's went... It's been a dark pod. All because I had a bad sleep last night. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to give a wee shout out to... You were a wrestling fan back in the day, weren't you? I was, mate. Oh, no. Another sad bit coming. Razor Ramon. Aye, mate. Is it Scott Hall? Scott Hall. I get the two mixed up. The both of them are the same. No. Scott Hall's his name. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> I could have been clearer. Scott Hall and the guy played Diesel. Oh, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. I get, I don't know what one's which. Kevin Nash is the big guy. Aye, aye. He's, he's Diesel. Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Aye. And Scott Hall's the... Razor Ramon. Aye. So aye, he passed away last week. Well, Monday he passed away. Is he dead? Aye. I thought they just announced that they were going to take him off his life support once his family gets to wherever he is. What happened to him? So from what I think I know what happened was he was getting hip replacement surgery. And during the surgery, he had multiple heart attacks for whatever reason. You're fucking joking. Yeah. Oh, So for whatever reason, I don't know why that happened. And then they had to put him in life support. And then his family made the decision to switch right, off. Maybe brain dead or something like that. Like. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But it was a shame because he had his addiction problems and his issues. And then he, he seemed to have got through it. Um, wrestling's just destroyed his body. You know, he's he's had all these surgeries through the years and mm, pain color problems. And I think Jake the Snake and DDP helped him kind of get through oh, it oh did they man but i seen a picture of him recently and he was looking really really old and really rough because he was only 62 or something man aye. that's young aye these guys are the old man aye. but that's a that's an industry mate that that industry's a killer yeah like, it's really bad come on steroid really abuse bad. i can imagine i mean look at stallone schwarzenegger all these guys feel like the 80s now they're all having heart attacks like yeah must put some amount of like stress on have you heart. seen stallone recently no mate i see i follow him on instagram and he was a picture of him getting off a bus at a, a premiere mm-hmm. and he was like an old man mm-hmm. face wise and hair wise he's and he's like a handsome dude he looks good facially he looks good but body wise he just looks like an old man right he's, like a melted candle ah he's fucked Aye. Uh, see this is the thing like and i think this is something steroid abuse is becoming more common mm. like people that go to the gym you know there's even guys that i follow <clears throat> i've took steroids tablets but like testosterone no I, I think they're called i think they're classed as steroids they're called avatar or something right i think it's avatar right avenar and can what, you google that what were you taking that, them for so it's for see when a bodybuilder's doing a competition and they need to cut weight it's it's that how am i spelling this thing anavar i think it's anavar mate anavar anavar cycle anavar side effects so anavar is the brand name for oxidrin um and oxidrolin among others uh blah 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 yeah it's an anabolic steroid medication that helps promote weight gain in various situations commonly used by bodybuilders um but so, so a boy in my school mm. gave them to me in the gym they're brown tablets and it cuts weight and he's like ah, don't worry you take it and you'll be all right all you need to do is drink nine liters of water a day and i'm like what how many so I was like wearing sweatsuits and taking them and going into the sauna and wearing them, mate. How long ago was that? Must have been a, I must have been about twenty one or something. Right. I never took them for long. I took them for about three weeks. Does it fuck you up? 
it was getting me horrific migraines to the point that I couldn't walk. That'll be the, that's why you'll need to take the water in. It'll be like flushing all the water out your system yep. like, to lose weight, like lose water weight. But mate, this is a thing with like that. Like that's, I for a competition, Yeah. somebody needs to be lean for like a day to win a competition. You're like, right. But for somebody that's trying to lose weight, why? But it didn't help me. Aye, mate. It's like, see diet pills, diet pills are a lot of shit, right? <laughs> Literally, because they give you diarrhea. I, if you if you're a normal person that eats healthy and goes to the gym, right, that's good. But then you put a diet pill into your body, and it's like having a hundred coffees all at once, like a line of cocaine, right? Imagine taking a line of cocaine before you go to the gym. You feel paranoid, nervous. You start to get a sore head, and um, you get aches and pains. Then you walk, this is my experience, you walk into the gym with a diet pill in your system, you go into the gym, you go into a treadmill, and I can't do 20 minutes on the treadmill, mm -hmm. because I'm shaky, I'm para, I feel sick. Um, sometimes you get either diarrhea, or you get constipation, so how are you supposed to do a workout with that? That's and that, then mate. it actually fucks your workout, uh -huh. workout up, and that's what I was getting with the, the steroids. steroids. I felt like I was... Don't get me wrong, I was fit at the time and I was skinny, but I felt like I was severely dehydrated. I felt like I had sunburn. Uh, everybody kept asking me, are you going to the sunbeds? Because I was just like bright fucking red. And after a while, I was like, get, uh, get empty fuck, mate. This I've had what, a problem with diet pills, mate. This is what I'm talking about, mate. Like, I mean, there's people that even are following in social media and every time they're in the gym, they'll take a picture you know, like that type of way, and you're like, and they'll also take a picture of the, like the foods that they're eating, and then you see them and they take their tap off and they've got veins popping out everywhere, and you're like, how are you getting like that? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute, they'll be fucking taking something, they'll be taking yeah. roids. So many young guys, mate, a guy that I know, young, young guy, 21 year old, put up a post today on Instagram and he's like, can I wait to try this? And it's like 3,000 3, milligrams of caffeine pre-workout. And it's like, why are you doing that? Mm -hmm. Why? What, for what reason? It, it gives you incredible performance in the gym. What? Yeah. Are, you, are, you an, are you an athlete? Are you a professional athlete? No. Have you got doctors? Just in case this isn't a... What, no. Mm -hmm. what, what are you doing it for? To be fit and healthy? Mm, okay. Yeah. Aye. Like you're saying, let's go in and take a litre of coffee worth of caffeine uh -huh. to go in and put five kilograms onto the squat rack. Like, are you a fucking idiot? Yeah, as I'm tanning white monster. Like, and I don't, this is a thing, right? <laughs> Sorry. But this is the thing, like, I'm no, as much as, you know, like, ranting there and for the purpose of a podcast, like, are you an idiot? The guy's no an idiot. Mm -hmm. He's no an idiot. This is common. Yeah. This is so common. I mean, there's actually, like, people starting to talk about, like, uh, or the office, the, the office athlete. And you're like, why are we doing this? Yeah. What? Or because I want to look great for to post pictures on fucking social media. That's why cunts are doing it. Like, really and truly. I think it starts with, I feel good about it. It uh -huh. makes me feel good. But then it gets to a point where you're basically just measuring your dick. You may as well just take your dick out and just show everybody you've got a tiny cock. Yeah. Like, really and truly. Like, yeah. wh why are we doing this? Why, like, why is it so important that you get an extra 2.5 kilograms on your PB. PB the day, guys. Woo woo. Gorilla emojis. Do you know what? <laughs> I don't know why you're, I don't, I don't get it anymore, mate. Yeah. It just feels so strange to me. Like that. And that's why and Instagram has totally caused all this. Yeah. Like people. Do you think it's caused a mental illness? A type of, oh God, what the fuck do I know? Bro, bro science. Do you think social media has caused some type of new, mental illness with us don't know if it's created a new mental illness it definitely is exacerbating narcissism mm -hmm. it definitely um means that we all definitely feel like our opinions are some sort of like important somehow important uh -huh. like we need to like express opinion on everything when you're not an expert or your opinion isn't even really asked for or valid nobody mm -hmm. gives a fuck what you're saying about it and People feel like this need, but one thing that is definitely, definitely starting to happen is people are developing kind of onset ADHD. So they're starting, and I only know this because I, I studied at Stanford and I get insight and we speak about this. They're starting to notice people 
Now, ADHD has historically been a neurodivergent genetic thing. It comes through and they ask people, has this been since you were young? And if the answer is yes, it's like, right, well, they'll have, a, they'll have a attention deficit hyperactive disorder or whatever. Now they're starting to notice that people are getting an onset of it. Like, it's the, the same symptoms are coming out of nowhere. And I think that's been caused by a sort of obsessive compulsive dopamine you know, like your phone's a dopamine Absolute machine, mate. Do yep, yep. So you're just chasing that high, chasing that. Um, and why do people take photos of a dumbbell and be like, that's me in the gym, guys? It's for validation. Hashtag on it. Uh, validate yourself. Yeah. Work on yourself. Like, feel good about yourself because you do these things. Date for you. You don't mm -hmm. need to date for other people. And actually, nobody gives a fuck. Half of the people don't care, and the other half of the people think you're a fucking wanker for posting it. So, exactly. Um, just date for you, man. Aye. And that's fine. Aye. I feel like uh, during the first lockdown, Instagram was good for me because I used it as for accountability. I right. kept myself accountable through using it. But I know that these people that I know that there's different types, like. You'll just get these, like, David Goggins wannabes that'll just, you know, do what you said, post pictures of dumbbells and all that. But it helped me at the start. But mm -hmm. when I hit a speed bump and I started to struggle, I disappeared. Uh, I it became like, a no pressure. Fucking, I'm not posting anything on Instagram. It, be it becomes a pressure, mate. I know, and I know this, I know people that have posted previous day's gym workout thingies as the next day. Because and then it's again it's like well why, like why why get into fitness and health? Surely it's it's in the fucking title. It's to be fit and healthy. So why are you then pumping that amount of caffeine, or taking steroids, and taking potentially taking years off your life? Yeah, it's and and they either taking your tap off on a on a website and people coming in and hitting the like button or Aye. jumping into your DMs and telling you how good you look. Like, like I said, I, when I was younger, when I was a young man, I had a problem with, with diet pills. I would say it was a borderline addiction. And see, before I found sobriety and a kind of peace in my life that I never had. <laughs> see, when I used to say, oh, I'm off the booze and then go six weeks sober, see those six weeks of being sober um i used to take like 27 vitamins a day and i couldn't believe that i'd done that when i was a young guy mm. just think do you know what i'm gonna drink eight liters of water a day i'm gonna take all these vitamins uh when it's fruit and veg i'm gonna have like 10 bits of fucking fruit and i used to just do mad shit like that all the time and i remember like it was like literally like nine fish oils a day, a multivitamin, vitamin D, green tea. It was like raspberry ketones or something, mm -hmm. like all that shit. Just get it in me. And it wasn't until I get a wee bit older and get some peace in my life that I realized that that was abuse as well. Mm -hmm. And the things where, you know, I've took illegal fat burners, I've took legal ones, I've took Holland and Barrett ones, ones for Asda, and I realised it's like being addicted to speed or uh, whatever. I certainly learned that it doesn't help with weight loss. That is the biggest myth. It, see if you want, I mean, you do fasting, right? See if you want to just wake up in the morning <coughs> Wake up in the morning and have a double espresso and skip your breakfast and have your lunch at fucking 12, 12 in the afternoon and then just eat healthy and exercise because these diet pills and all that shit is just a myth. Aye, mate. I was actually reading a, 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 an interesting article saying that once you go past the 24-hour mark, fasting actually becomes a detraction. It starts to make, like break your body down and... There's limits to what you should do and blah, blah, blah. I think this is all in the sort of optimum health. Uh -huh. It's not that bad. You know, not going to kill yourself with doing intermittent fasting for a couple of, or like if you do like a 48-hour fast, but just sort of like they're looking at data and being like, well, there is an optimum bit. From what I've heard, um, there's a book, I can't remember, Doctor something his name is. I think he wrote a book called Fiber is Fuel and he's doing, can, I, can you, Double check that for me. Fiber is fuel. He's got a mad name, right? 
he's an American Jewish guy. He says with intermittent fasting, all you need to do is 15 hours. Right. 15 hours is classed as a fast, and that's all you need to do. But obviously... Uh, is it like after that, nothing I, really changes? Like I, after that part, right? I mean, you do get benefits, and it's good for you and all that, and obviously 18, 19 hours is better for you, but why do we need to do that? You just do 15. Don't think it's this, mate. I've just put fiber as fuel into Google, and nothing's coming up. Um, nah. Nah, fuck knows, mate. You can... You can uh, well, I can edit this, I suppose. No, it's cool. Fuck it. Uh, I've just put in vegan fibre book. <laughs> On top of, like, jerk-off instruction in my history and all that. What? <laughs> fibre field, it's called. And it's from a guy called Will... Oh my god, I can't even... Fuck's sake, what's it called? Let me see if I can pronounce it. We'll have a laugh at us. B. Fiber. Fiber fueled. Fueled. Right, fiber fueled. Here we go. I'm in the red group. <laughs> right, Dr. Will. Hard on it. Yeah, Bill Switz. Bullovich. Bull, Bull Switz. <laughs> Bull Switch. <laughs> Aye, I've got that book in the house. Aye. Obviously, I've not read it. So he's saying that after the 15-hour mark, it's pointless what you're doing? He never says it's pointless, but, for, like, you're a working guy. You work Monday to Sunday. You've got a lot of shit on in your life. You do a lot of stressful things. All you need today is 15 euros. He's like, 15 euros is classed as a fast, so you can get about your life and no worry about your diet and stuff. Just day 15 euros. Obviously, there's benefits today in 16, 17, 18. One meal a day is supposedly incredible for you. Right. Uh, but if you've got a busy schedule and you're a stressed out person, 15 hours is enough. Aye, mate. Aye, mate. I mean, who knows where, who knows what all this is doing is, like, yeah. really? We don't know. This is the this is the, the hard facts that people can talk about the caveman diet all they want. And, well, if you look back to when we were, you know, we fasted for, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, that was a million years ago. Uh -huh. Like, we have evolved past that. Like, we can't go back to that. Yeah. But we don't know, really, what the, the long-term impacts of doing a week, you know, like, or uh, Wim Hof's cold or whatever. We don't know what the long-term impacts mm. of some of this shit could be. It could literally be taking years off your life and you've just got no idea. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a member of a fasting page on Facebook and these fucking mad bastards are doing like 20 day water fasts and stuff. I don't think that's good for you, mate. It isn't good for you. And a lot of them are losing hair, like massive well, hair loss. Putting your body into I, stress. But they say like, oh, hair loss is just part of it and it's, you know, a welcomed kind of evil. What, like, are they, what are they hoping to get out of it? Enlightenment? Is this what we're, like, what we're hoping to get out of all this, like... A lot of it's, like, spiritual. There's a spiritual aye. side of it, but they say a lot of it's, like, anti-cancer, all that type of I shit. Don't, I don't believe that. Yeah. I don't, I, I just don't buy into that. See, whenever I see something where they're, like, this prevents cancer, I just never, ever take that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look at, it's a terrible example, but look at fucking, uh, no Bill Gates... The iPhone Apple, guy? Apple, aye. Steve Jobs? Name? Aye. Mate, he was a vegan. He did the cleansing while he had his cancer, mate, and it fucking killed him. He aye. rejected all treatment and went, and then at the end went, can I get this treatment? You went too far. So I don't buy any, any of that. And I think it's very, very upsetting for people where their families have died of these things to hear if they just sorted their diet, they could have cured themselves with a juice cleanse. Aye, it's like, ram it fucking ram it up your ass man load of shit shocking isn't it load of shit mate there's no evidence for it either it's yeah. like who's done these studies nobody just a feeling that we've got yeah and also like uh this obsession with like weight and being overweight like i know that like i've had family members like grandparents and stuff that have been very heavy set throughout their whole life and you know they'll have a chippy they'll have a full english breakfast don't get me wrong, they're no having juice and ginger and sweets and all that, but they're fucking having a, you know, 
frying a bit of bread and all that because <laughs> you just <laughs> eat what bread. you can get <laughs> and like most of them have all lived into their late 80s early 90s so i think it's just down to uh, your individual kind of thing because I, when i went for a medical for example i went for a full medical my pal seamus done it at the sfa <laughs> He's like, yeah, there's nothing wrong. I was a joker. <laughs> no. no, remember when I was fucked? Remember uh-huh. I told you? I was fucked and it turns out it was just stress, but he took us through a full medical and he's like, ah, there's nothing wrong with your insides or your organs or anything like that. You're just overweight. And he's like, you can deal with that and you can fix it. But he's like, health-wise, you're, you're no fucked. He's like, don't get me wrong, when you get to later on in life and things like overeating and stuff can be really unhealthy for you as you get older. Mm-hmm. But he's like, you can deal with your shit. You can fix it. I don't even know where I was going with that. Oh, we're just talking about what what are we trying to achieve? What do we think that Aye. we're... What, 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 what do we think that we're doing by doing these extreme things? And uh-huh. I think we live in an extreme world. So I think sometimes when we do these extreme things, some, I, genuinely, I generally sorry, I feel like people want to just feel like they're in control of something in their life. So uh-huh. they, they do it by doing these weird sort sort of things. Like yeah. they, they want to control. So it's like, if, if I, like, I mean, there's people I've seen on Twitter that they're like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to be fasting. And I'm like, don't do it. Yeah. Leave it. It's not an effective way to lose weight. Really? Yeah. Like starve yourself. Like it, well, it is, but it, if you if you, if the only way that you can lose weight is through fasting, as soon as you stop fasting, you're going to put the weight back on. So why not just develop a healthier relationship with food? Yeah. And if you want to bring fasting into that relationship, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But see if you, it's like, what people are really want is this sort of like killer pill. Give me the quick, the quickest and easiest way for me to get to that goal that I'm trying to achieve. And you're like, but the, the actual thing that you're trying to achieve, the happiness exists in the process of achieving it uh-huh. not by getting the achievement if you could wake up next morning and click your fingers and be the perfect body you'd still look yourself in the mirror and think it's no good enough and yeah. that is just a cold hard fucking fact uh-huh. if you cheat your way to it so don't cheat your way mm-hmm. actually just go through the long hard drawn out process that will actually make you feel fucking good about yourself because that's what you want you want yeah. to feel good about yourself you want to be like i fucking did that yeah some people this is i think goes back to instagram thing you could give people a certain, like, there's guys out there, mate, and I mean this, and if you don't believe me, you can Google it, that have got fake weight plates. Empty 20 kilogram plates that they stack stack on a bar and day squats to make it look like they're, they're lifting heavier That's than they crazy. actually are. Do you think that they feel good about themselves or they think that they're achieving something? No. Their no. mind is like, you're a fucking bullshit liar. Uh-huh. Um, but they don't, there's like, we don't care about that. What we care about is what other people are saying. Oh, I've fucking seen you lift that man, that man. And they'll be like, oh, this feels really good. But then they'll go home at night and be like, oh, I'm living a I'm dead inside. Aye. It's like... Uh, heavy, mate. <laughs> here it's not heavy at all, mate. I agree with you. Because, like, obviously when I was younger and before I, I found out what healthy living was, I never knew what a calorie was. I never knew what that word meant. Nobody ever explained to me what a diet was. I, I'm surrounded with feeders that just let me eat whatever I want. I'm the same, mate. My entire life. Mm-hmm. And then when I was older, I decided to do something about it. So the first time I lost major weight in my life was my 21st birthday was coming up. And I thought, my 21st is coming up. I'm going to get myself down to no be a fat cunt anymore, basically. Joined a gym for the first time in my life. Started eating healthy. But my entire life, I'm like, my life is shite because I'm fat. If I just lost weight, my life would be better. I'd get a girlfriend, I'd be happier, all that type of stuff. My 21st birthday came right. I went for 18, remember this specifically, 18 stone. I was like a pound off 19 stone, right? Right. And I went for, say, 19 stone. And my 21st, I was 13 and a half stone. Right. And I remember being, you know, 34 in the waist. Uh, wearing the large shirt and I was like I still feel fucking dead inside man like there's something that was the first time I realized oh it's no my it's no my appearance it's no my weight that's causing this mm-hmm. fuck knows what's causing it but I know that it's no that 
and that was a in a way it was beneficial because I was like, all oh, right, I can stop being fucking worried about uh, this obsession with appearance and weight because it's not that. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Hundred percent agree. <laughs> <laughs> a longing glance, <laughs> no blinking dry eyes. Uh, I don't even know why I've wrote that down. I've just got Duncan Bannantine. There's no, there's no notes attached to it. He's a cunt. So uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Scott Hall. Look, guys, I'm going to wrap it up there. An hour is plenty. Paul, thank you very much. No bother, mate. For being my pal. Essentially, you're my therapist, aren't you? <laughs> no. This is a therapy session <laughs> no. with a fucking camera on me. It's <laughs> <laughs> a social experiment. <laughs> <laughs> The hog prince with the fucking... I've got a hog heart. Uh, I want to thank the sponsor, McTassos, for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you very much, Trips. Go and check their business out. They're doing well. Delicious, Giros. Um, like I say, they sponsor the podcast and they cover costs. So if you want to buy me a coffee, you can go on the coffee app and donate a coffee to me. That will go towards my steroid abuse. Um, (laughs) join us next week for the new episode and aye that's it everybody the podcast is finished see you later Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.